This is the Mixed GM's Ramblecast. It is July 6th in the year of our Lord, 2018, and I've decided to try out a podcast, see how this goes. So, basically, I'm just going to make these short little podcasts from time to time, just to quickly talk about some things. Uh, Mostly talk about um, probably tabletop role-playing and sci-fi and fantasy literature. Uh, today, I briefly want to talk about Adventure Conquer King System, or Axe. I recently was at the North Texas RPG convention, and I ran a game of Axe and went very well. I met uh, Jason Hobbs, who does the Hobbs and Friends of the OSR podcast, which I suggest you te- check out. He recently did an interview with the creator of Axe, Alexander Macris, and it was a wonderful episode. And they even talked about me a little bit at the beginning, um, because I'm just so fantastic. Just kidding. Uh, But one thing I've been thinking about in Axe is how the players have information about what they do. Because in Axe, unlike, say, your 3rd edition or your 5th edition, you generally know the chance of success with every roll. So if you decide, you know, if you're a thief and you want to do something thievy, you know, your roll might say 14 plus. That means you roll a 14 or higher, you succeed at, I don't know, opening a lock or climbing a wall or what have you. This lets the player make an intelligent decision as to what they're going to do. Are they going to try and climb the wall because they generally know the chance of success? As opposed to something like, say, 3rd or 5th edition, where, well, I've got a bunch of, you know, I roll my 20-sided die, add all my modifiers on, and I hope I succeed. But you have no, you have no way of knowing, I guess unless the GM says, you know, it's, this is a, you know, difficulty class DC 15 lock or something. But in my experience, that hasn't been the case. It's just roll to pick lock. And then you roll and see if it succeeds, and you don't... You don't really know what the chance of success is. All you know is to pump all your skill points into pick lock if you want to be able to good if you want to be good at it. And I like the axe way of doing things because you have a better knowledge of what you're doing. You generally know the chance. Like I said, you generally know your chance of success. And this sort of carries over a little bit into the combat because. I think really all D&D combat kind of turns into this, um, the player's roll, and they'll say, you know, oh, I hit AC 7, I hit, you know, AC 10, I hit AC 15, whatever. And then the, you know, the game master will say, yes, you hit, no, you don't hit. Over time, smart players will figure out the AC of what they're fighting. They'll say, oh, well, you know, Bob hit, but Jill didn't. I know what Bob rolled, I know what Jill rolled, and so I I will over time, you know, as more and more rolls come in and you see who hits, who misses, you'll think a smart player will figure out the AC. So keeping that information like extra hidden doesn't seem really all that useful to me, or even a good idea. I know in like I think in the original books, the GM was supposed to roll all the to hit rolls, so the players never knew and it would have no way of knowing what the AC of the monster they fought was. 
they were always in the dark because the roles were being made. They were just deciding when to fight. But I like the idea of the players rolling the dice because it gives them more to do. It's one less thing for the GM to do and they're already juggling a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, I, okay, I've never like been in a life or death fight. But I can imagine if you're all, you know, fighting a hobgoblin in a dungeon, you know, those people who are hitting, like the other people who are fighting, will kind of see, oh, there's the chink in the armor, or look, he did a feint and was able to go in and get the hit, to kind of represent them knowing what they have to do to hit, like how hard, you know, how, um, that's them kind of figuring out the AC. Of course, seeing it and then doing it are two very different things. You know, you can see and understand a pattern or something like that, but to be able to actually physically do it is much harder. Um, and one thing I like with the axe combat system, even I know it uses ascending AC, and I know that really rubs some people the wrong way. I, I like that the unarmored person is AC zero, and then as they put armor on, the AC increases, you know, one, two, three, four. Because with the attack roll, you know, if a person knows, oh, I hit AC 0 on a 10 plus roll, then if I roll a 12, I hit AC 2. I just know that. It's easy. It's very easy math. So, um, basically, I just, I like when, if players are going to get into a dangerous situation or use a skill or an ability, it's good for them to know what the chances of success and failure are. And that's kind of why I like systems like BX and Axe that do that, even as opposed to, say, like, 3rd edition or 5th edition. Um, like, you know, even saving throws fall under this. You know, something like BX, Axe, Swords and Wizardry. Oh, you roll this or better, and you succeed on the saving throw. You know, 12 or better, and you succeed. Great. I know my chances of successfully saving are slightly less than 50%. As opposed to, like, say, a 3rd or 5th edition where, well, my save is plus 7, so I roll a d20, add 7. But what am I aiming for? Like, what's the difficulty class? I have no idea. So, all my saves just seem so arbitrary. Do I pass? Do I succeed? I don't know. Unless until the GM tells me, because the GM knows the secret target number. Which also leads to the GM being able to fudge things a little bit more in 3rd and 5th edition. Uh, when I first started GMing, I did do 3rd edition. I have done a little bit of 5th edition. I've, In fact, my name, you know, the mixed GM, was because at first I thought, hey, maybe I can take what's good about like 3rd and 5th edition, what's good about the OSR, and mix them all together. I've kind of abandoned that goal, and I'm pretty much just, you know, pure OSR at this point, at least in my thinking and talking and what I like and enjoy. Um, so that was my, you know, was my initial podcast, and that was my little, uh, my little rambling I wanted to do about, um, well, about player choice, player knowledge. And about the wonderful system axe. So if you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend you do so. So I talked a little bit about, you know, my thoughts about some things that I'm playing, you know, Adventure Conquer King system. But what am I reading? The um, because I think it's important that uh, game masters read, not just nonfiction, 
uh, you know, learn about more about you know medieval life because you can add in those little bits and pieces to make your game world a little more realistic, but also fiction to help inspire you. And right now I'm reading John E. Boyle's book called Queen's Heir, and that's Queen's Heir, Heir as an heir to the throne, not heir that you breathe. I'm not all the way done yet. I'm partway through it. It's basically uh, like a, a, a fantasy... Well, I mean, it says on the front here, a fantasy set among the Hittites at the end of the Bronze Age. And that's what it is. I, I mean, that, that's a really good description of it. I'm enjoying it so far. It is... Um, there's, there's action, there's adventure, I've heard rumors there's romance, but I haven't found it yet. Uh, there's a fascinating thing early on, I don't want to really spoil anything, but I kind of want to steal some stuff for a magic sword in an upcoming campaign or something, because I just like the idea about it. There's something kind of mythic about the thing, some of the things a sword does. Uh, but I would definitely advise you check it out. My, uh, I don't want to presume too much, but uh, my my friend, uh, Jim Fear 138 is working on the audiobook. Um, I'll admit I'm not a big audiobook person, but if you are, uh, check his stuff out. He, he does good work on audiobooks, and so I'm sure if you want to check out the Queen's Air audiobook when it comes out, um, it's going to be high quality, I'm sure of it. Um, and this is, well, that's, that's the podcast. If you enjoy hearing it, you know, let me know. Um, you can find me on social media. Um, I'm the mixed GM on Google Plus. I'm at not John Dacre on Twitter. I know, I know I'm terrible at online branding. And you can also find my blog at themixedgm.wordpress.com. I appreciate you all for listening, and I just hope you all have a fantastic day.